Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hey, Opa, welcome back to another episode of the Conquer Food Podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to answer a question that's been posed to me a couple of times in some of our nutrition work and on our webinars and that kind of stuff. And that is uh, the, the topic of time-restricted eating. Okay, so the idea is that there is a set window during the day and you restrict all your eating until that window. And it's as simple as that. And at all other times, you kind of fasting. Now, there's some great benefits to that. Um, there's some upsides, some downsides. Today, we're going to dive into that and I'm going to give you my take on time-restricted eating, when you should do it, if you should do it, how you should do it and all that kind of stuff. So I want to give you some easy to follow tips and um, and advice for for giving it a crack and giving it a go. But I also, before that, just want to talk about who, how and why you should do it. Okay, so we understand what this time-restricted eating is before we we hang our hat on it and think, right, okay, this is going to save my my relationship with food and, 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 and weight loss and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so that's what we're going to dive into today. Okay, so, so fundamentally with time-restricted eating, if it is for you, and again, we're going to discuss that in a minute, I want to I want you to go from kind of grazing freely, eating whatever you want, to, to being calorie controlled, like, like the controlling what you eat. I want you to go from a hormonally balanced or wrong, hormonally erratic, because if you're just eating however and whenever and, and all that kind of stuff, just whatever you want, then you're going to be quite erratic hormonally to hormonally balanced. Okay. So that you're much happier about the way that you're eating. You're much happier in, in life, you know, and, um, and, and much healthier as well. And also, and I think this is one of the strongest things that comes from time restricted eating. And that is going from like being scared of failing, you know, or getting it wrong to feeling confident and controlled. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of power in just being confident over what you're doing. You know, when you start being a little bit nervous and scared that you're going to fail, sometimes we make some poor food choices and then we beat ourselves up afterwards. So all in all, <clears throat> so all in all, I want you to be hormonally balanced. I want you to understand what you're doing, being in control and ultimately being able to control what you're eating. All right. So that's kind of what you're going to get from, from this podcast today. Okay. So the kind of metaphor that I want to use for time restricted eating is a lot like, you know, your, your sort of broadband at home, you know, there's a certain bandwidth, uh, there's a certain amount of stuff that you can kind of get through and that's what time restricted eating does. So whatever window you decide, and there's a whole host of ways that you can, you can break up your days. A popular one is 16, um, by eight. So you have a 16 hour period where you're not eating anything. And then an eight hour period where, you know, you kind of have, have your meals spread out there. That's quite a common one. Okay. Um, but you can do 14, 10, you know, there's just so many different ways you can even do, uh, 23 to one. So it's just one hour where you have your feeding window. And a lot of people do that and, and do what we call, um, OMAD. So one meal a day. Okay. So, you know, you can really restrict it like that. Like I said, it's not for everybody. If you're somebody that by restricting, 
you're going to make your binging and overeating worse, then it's not for you. And you should have an idea of, of the kind of person you are or, you know, your current eating habits. Maybe this really isn't, isn't the technique for you. Maybe, you, you know, you have got a moderate amount of control. It's just, you know, sometimes it's starting to boil over a little bit or, or you're good for two weeks. I think if you're good for two weeks and you can follow like time restricted eating, then you can start to gain enough control over your hormones and, and sugar cravings and all that kind of stuff that it does get a little bit easier. So, you know, first of all, just work out what kind of person you are. And, and the biggest downside I think is that by restricting so much, you it just sends you on a bit of a flat spin the, the best way to describe it is like you know you're pulling back on a bow uh, you, you know you keep pulling keep pulling loads of restriction but then when you you know when you let go you just fly and you overcompensate and sometimes people can be restricting 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 for 18 hours and then when it's actually time to eat they just go crazy you know now if that's the kind of person you are you you know time restricting eating's not really for you. Now, if you've got some moderate control and, you know, you just make some, want to make some small changes to your life or, um, you need to gain control over blood sugar and insulin, then this is a great way to perhaps do that because in the period of time when you're restricting, when you're, when you're fasting, you know, that's a good time for your body to rest, repair, recover, to reset, you know, all the R's. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that can be that can be quite good. It's in those periods where your hormones and everything can kind of reset because they're not having to deal with other stuff. And then when the eating comes along, you know, you can kind of restrict the amount of eating that you're doing um, just through use of the clock. Now, when I talk to people and I coach people about nutrition and eating, the big problem is rarely breakfast. The big problem is rarely snacks throughout the day. Big problem is usually what happens kind of in the evenings or late at night. You know, um, this is kind of where a lot of binge food happens. We've a lot, usually got a decent amount of willpower sort of for early in the day. You know, we've usually got some decent routines and stuff for, for breakfast and snacks. And it kind of goes wrong later in the day when willpower is at its lowest or completely non-existent. So having time restricted eating where it's like black or white, as in you are eating or you're not eating, can be a really powerful thing because now it's no longer about, you know, okay, what should I eat? Now it's like, like I'm not eating at all. There's a, sometimes a lot of power in that, in that abstinence because it's just, it's just a done deal. You know, you're not fighting over. And, and, and sometimes, you know, you can have a little bit of something, you know, I'll just have a little bit more and a little bit more and it can creep in and creep in and creep in before you know it. You've had a, you've had a big binge. So by restricting your, your eating by time, it can have a real powerful effect on that, on them controlling those those um, those calories. So first of all, what I would say is, you know, are you the right kind of person for this? You know, and, and you will have a bit of an idea. I mean, you know, intuitively, what do you think? Do you think you'd be able to manage this, or it will send you the other way? Um, you know, and, and 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 cause you to binge. So just have a little think about that. If you decide that, you know what, I I can potentially do this. Um, and uh, I'm going to give it a go. I've got a little process for for kind of getting started, and it's just something that I knocked up when I was when I was thinking about recording this episode. I just thought, right, okay, what kind of framework can I give you to to help and use that as like a discussion point or a, or a step by step process in order to do it? And and I always try and match it up to like an acronym um, or a mnemonic. 
And I've come up with the, uh, the acronym TIME, okay? So each letter stands for a different step in, in the process. For the T, so the, t, the T is um, tailor your environment, okay? So with any kind of restriction, gaining control over anything, is a certain amount of discipline required. Now, the one thing that, that trumps discipline is environment, okay? So it doesn't matter how strong your willpower is. Let's say chocolate, for example, now, if you have no access to chocolate, then you don't need any discipline because environment has just set the standard and you're not having to fight anything because it's just not there, okay? So now that's a bit of an extreme example because you can always jump in the car and go and get it and all this kind of stuff. But just by by setting up your environment, you can, you can make time-restricted eating a little bit easier. So, you know, um, and, and by environment, I don't just mean your settings and surroundings. I mean, the people around you, you know, the activities that you're doing and all this kind of stuff, you know, so just have a think about how you can set your environment so that discipline is no longer re required. And, and this is a great tip for any kind of eating or, or, or weight loss. Um, so, you know, don't have certain foods in the house, have a word, come up with some kind of agreement with your partner or the people around you, you know, don't allow them to sabotage you or enable you just have, you know, some kind of agreement with that. Um, lock your car keys away, give them to someone else and just say, you know, only in a case of emergency, do I get the car keys? So you can't go to the shop. You kind of get the idea. So, so have a think about what your triggers are and the your problem areas and, and the things that you do when you do, when you are start, you know, you're setting yourself up for a binge uh, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, for some people, it's just, I've got a load of food in the cupboards, which um, for the kids really, but I ended up eating them late at night, you know? So you, you can't have it in there. You know, you've got to set the environment up to support what you're doing. So that's the first one, tackle tackle your environment. Um, I is identify your window. Like I said, there's loads of different ways of doing this and you might want to set uh, quite a big window to start with and then gradually through time as you get better and better just narrow it down but you need to have you need to have a plan you know without a plan you're not really going to achieve anything so a great way to start is just 16 hours of fasting and then eight hour window for kind of eating and and it's not a case of like three two one eat as much as you can in those eight hours you still kind of restrict what you're doing but you just don't eat outside of those hours 16 is a good time because the optimum amount of time um, for like a, a, a fast it is about 14 to 16 hours. So, you know, it's a great time period to do. It. And it's actually really easy to do. You know, you can literally have your last meal at like six at night and then don't eat again until like 10 the following morning. And that gives you, you know, a, a decent, a decent uh, window of like fasting. So just have a think about how you're going to do it. It may be that you're a little bit more advanced, a little bit more controlled, just the way that your life is set up. So for example, let's say you work in a school and you don't really get to eat until lunchtime. Well, maybe you can have your last meal at six o'clock at night. Know that, you know, I've just got to get through the evening and want to get to work. I can't eat then. I physically cannot eat until I get to lunchtime again because I'm teaching or, or whatever, you know, so you, you might want to identify a window where, you know, it's like it's more than 16 to eight, but because of your lifestyle, you can do it in a slightly, a slightly different way. It'd be no good saying, okay, I'm going to do 16 hours, whereas at 10 o'clock in the morning, you're, you're in the class and you're teaching. So how can you, you know, you can't really stick to that. So identify the, your window. It's a very personal thing. It's got to fit in with lots of different stuff, including your, your life, 
your current schedule, your goals, all this kind of thing, and then just identify what you're going to do. And there is no real right or wrong. Um, and you just, just get going, get started, and you can always refine it later on. So that's the second one, identify your window. M has got to be monitored. You've got to be, you've still got to be monitoring what's going on. You can still overeat in a small window. Okay. So you, you do, you've got to kind of control, you've got to monitor what you're doing and record that, whether you're using like a fitness food tracking app or, or like a, a notebook where you record every little bit or whatever, but you've got to be able to monitor it so that you can then shape it afterwards. You know, if you, if you run it for a week and you monitor it and you weigh yourself at the end of the week or, or whatever way you're using to track yourself and measure your discomfort of your, of your gut or whatever, and you've not got the results you want, only by monitoring it can you then adjust it and then rerun the program again with a few changes to make sure that you're getting results. Okay, so you do need to you do need to kind of monitor it, what you're doing, and also monitor it because, like I said, time restricted eating is not for everybody. And by monitoring it, you know, and tracking things like your your moods, your cravings, and all this kind of thing, you might work out that actually, you know what, this is just a little bit tough for me right now. And therefore, you know, I need to look at something else. Um, if you're not kind of monitoring it and if you're not paying attention, you might miss that. And, you know, two or three weeks down the line, you're like, I've just not achieved anything. In fact, I've, it's worse. Okay. So you want a couple of um, data points, like set points throughout the week where you're kind of checking in just like what is going on? What is the reality of this? Is it working for me? Do I need to shape it? Uh, in order to get the results that you want. Okay, so that's the that's the third one, that uh, that monitor. And then the E, very much in line with sort of tailoring your uh, your environment, is to establish a routine. Okay, so for whatever it is, like, are you going to use a timer to track your um, to track your window? I have a, a a fasting app on my phone where I I set up my fasting window. Uh, so where I'm going to, I'm going to fast and, and also my, my feeding window and, you know, it kind of, I get a little notification to acknowledge that. Okay. So it's a very good routine to get into. So what can you do to set up a routine that works for you? And you want to clear, um, clear marks between when you're starting your fast and when you're breaking your fast, clear marks so that it's, you know, it's not ambiguous and you don't get caught out or miss out and all that. And and what research shows uh, is that people kind of overestimate the length of time that they fasted for and underestimate the, 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 um, the period in which they've been eating. Okay. So you need a bit of reality there. And I find just have a notification on my phone, uh, a clear mark in the sand. It just, it just helps with, with what I'm doing there. Other routines are, you know, just because you've got like a, an open eating window, it doesn't mean you just eat whatever you want. You still, I still want you to kind of plan your meals, you know, put your balance, your meals out, make sure that you are kind of controlling um, calories a little bit. And, and ultimately what we're looking at doing is eradicating a lot of those snacks and drinks and periods of time when you eat beyond your, your calorie allowance. Okay. That's pretty much what this is about. Coupled with the, the health benefits of actually running that, that daily little fasting window. Um, so that's that just to recap then. So time, tailor your environment. Okay. Make sure your environment's set up so that, so that discipline and willpower is no longer required. You know, it's just set up in order for you to succeed, not, not to fail. You know, what can you do about that? Uh, it'd be interesting to hear what things you've done to tailor your environment. So either put the comments below or jump into our 
uh, Facebook group and just let me know how things are running. Um, the other one is identify your own window. You've got to come up with a bit of a plan, even if you need to refine it in the future, widen it, um, reduce it, whatever it is, but identify how you're going to do it in essence. And monitor, you've got to be monitoring what you're doing. You don't have to be an absolute you know, number cruncher, but you do need some way of kind of monitoring what you're doing in order to be able to adjust it and shape it to get the results you want in the future. And then E is to establish a routine. So when you start to establish a routine, it's part and parcel of setting up your environment. Willpower is no longer required because this is just what you do. Um, okay. So I will be doing a little bit of a discussion about this in our virtual uh, Facebook group. So um, you can head over to Team Bootcamp, or wrong, you can head over to Facebook and just type in Virtual Team Bootcamp. You'll find our group if you're not in there already, or there'll be a link in the description to this podcast on all the different platforms and, and, and YouTube as well. So you just jump in there. And if you've got things to add, if it's working for you, if you've had some great results, uh, if you've got questions, um, I've not explained something well enough or whatever, then, um, then jump in there and, and keep the conversation going. Okay, so uh, in the next episode of the podcast, uh, I want to have another little solo thing like me where I'll do some more um, kind of viewer questions, listener questions or whatever. Uh, so if you find this of benefit, the very best thing you can do is just uh, like and subscribe to whatever platform you're you're listening or watching this on. Uh, that's a great way to, to help support this podcast um, for free. Uh, but also make sure it gets to the right people that uh, that need this advice and and help and all that. Okay, so God, I forgot it again. The old theme music. <laughs> I forget it every week. So, like I said, uh, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, share with people that you think would benefit from this kind of information, and try out time restricted eating for you. and uh, And let me know how you get on. <laughs>